This is Girl Meets World Fan Podcast, Episode 5, brought to you the week of August 5th, 2014. I got a kiss from Farkle! The Girl Meets World Podcast. The Girl Meets World Podcast. Hey, how you doing, folks? Welcome to the Girl Meets World Podcast, the show where we're taking on the world of Girl Meets World. I'm your host. My name is James Kinnison. With me, as always, is my co-host and daughter, Jenna. How you doing? Hey. Hey. Can you do your scary, scary sounds real quick? What do you mean? The sound you were doing before. Yeah. That's that's kind of yeah. scary to me. So I just want to let everybody know. Uh, stop it, me. <laughs> girl from the ring. Why is it so scary? Because you've never seen a scary movie, and so you don't even know. <laughs> I uh, have seen a scary movie that's not scary. You didn't see a scary movie. What movie did you see that was scary that wasn't scary that was? When I was three. Oh. I saw. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, but the Grinch... <laughs> With Jim Carrey does not count as your it first scary movie. It was the real Grinch. <laughs> the real Grinch. <laughs> You're insane. Ah, so anyway, welcome to the show. We today we're going to be talking about Girl Meets Truth, uh, episode dun, dun, five dun. of Girl Meets World. And so we'll start with this. Did you like it, Jenna? I did. I loved it. I loved it. I I, didn't, I loved it. It was so not much. my favorite, uh, but it was definitely up in the top three. Oh yeah. Um, I like anything that uh, you know asks the hard questions, and I like this one because there was so much going on. Uh, there were there was not just an A story and a B story. There was an A, a B, and a C story. Mm-hmm. That means there were three different things going on at the same time. One of them, obviously, being um, uh, uh, the locket thing, you know. Yeah. The second one being Farkle. Uh, Farkle, yeah, being told that he's awesome at something he's not awesome at, and then the third one was the dinosaur chicken. <laughs> was probably my favorite. I mean, it was just that was the comedy relief uh, aspect, but it was really, you know, it was well done. And uh, in a bit, I'm going to be talking about that because I've told you many times that those two remind me of your mom and me. <laughs> um, the way we crack on each other and joke around with each other and all this, but I am never mean about the food. So I, mm. I, I learned that you lesson. You eat a long the time food ago. no matter what. That's right, and you always say thank you for cooking because you know what thank I you, didn't mommy. have to. So that that is a bonus right there. Um, so did you you liked it? Uh, what where would you rate this episode on a scale of one to five? Because there are five episodes now. I would. Put it in the third. Yeah, that's where I would do it too. Third. Yeah. I don't remember what's my first and second, but I have to reserve <laughs> those for maybe like last episode was really good. Yeah. Um, the reason, the one of the reasons this one got in number three, I ha- I have to say it, uh, even though it was corny, even though it was convoluted and a little far fetched, uh, the scene down at the very end in the subway where the family shows up. It mm-hmm. you know kind of blew my mind a little bit. Yeah, I was like, no way for just a half a second because that would never happen. Mm-hmm. But if you accept it and say yes, it did happen, and there it was. I thought it was a good moment 
for uh, Maya to be able to to do the right thing. She didn't even have to return it. She was able to give it back, and I thought that was cool. So, uh, yeah, we both agree it's a it's a three out of five episodes. Um, so, Girl Meets Truth was the title. Did uh, did that fit? Oh yeah, yeah. I think absolutely did. Um, even the way they said "Girl Meets the Truth" instead of "Girl Meets Truth." Uh, I, I, yeah, she definitely met it and, and she met it from two different sides. If you think about it, um, on, on one side, um, she, she was telling the truth and it, and it hurt her, you know, cause she mm-hmm. was telling Maya, you are, I think you are a thief. You need to take this back. You need to, you know, do this. And then on the other hand, she was too wimpy to tell Farkle the truth, mm-hmm. you know, so and that's kind of the way it is in real life. It's weird because in our own family, we can tell our siblings the truth, a brother or something like that. You're ugly. You're dumb. I hate you. you know? <laughs> There's the truth. Uh, but with somebody that you don't know as well, you'll say, "Oh no, no, that was awesome. You just did so great." And why is that? Why do you think? Uh, well, I'll tell you. I think we do that because some relationships are fragile mm-hmm. and they're not very deep. You know, uh, yeah. relationships we have with people we don't know very well are pretty fragile. Um, but the ones uh, with people we love, sometimes we take for granted. Same reason like people get mad and they go grab a pillow off the couch and they start punching it because they're angry because they know it's not going to hurt the pillow. <laughs> and sometimes in our relationships with our parents or our brothers and sisters or even our best friends, we kind of take those for granted and we forget how special they are. And even though we love them more than anybody else in the world, we treat them like that pillow because we don't think the relationship could ever be damaged. And um, I think we saw a little bit of that here. She uh, obviously learned a lesson later on not to be so harsh, you know? Yeah. And uh, so anyway, but it, but initially, yeah, she, she definitely laid it on pretty hard from poor old Maya. <clears throat> and, uh, you know, Maya did the wrong thing, I know. But we're getting ahead of ourselves. Let's go uh, the the overview review. This is from IMDb. After Corey teaches a lesson on truth, Maya, Riley, <laughs> Raya, <laughs> we've already been here. Riley and Maya struggle on whether or not it was right to light a Farkle and tell him he's a good actor. And if Maya should keep the locket she found, even though it doesn't belong to her. So um, the one we read last week made it seem a lot more sinister, you know, like there was some deep, mm-hmm. dark secret behind why she had the locket, but it was, it was actually pretty simple, you know? Yeah. Um, it wasn't, um, it, it wasn't just the outer appearance of the locket. It was what was inside. Yeah. And, um, what was inside was a, uh, it's a family. Uh, a mom, a dad, and a little girl. There you go. There <laughs> you go. So what were some of your favorite moments? Some of my favorite moments. Um, I love, I just love the chicken part where in the airplane. Oh, yeah. And, um, <laughs> Sometimes when I don't like something, mommy makes an airplane. I like that. And mm-hmm. I'm too old for that. <laughs> yeah. She was, did you see that chicken, though? Yes. It was, first of all, unrecognizable as a chicken. There was something poking out of it. And then there were like little sprigs of junk just stuck yeah. in the top. Looked like there was head and beak and stuff. Yeah. yeah, there was no, there was absolutely no doubt that the chicken 
was bad and that Corey was telling the truth about the chicken. It was <laughs> gross and he didn't, you know, it didn't look good. Uh, but yeah, obviously he didn't need to have said it that way, you know, because mm-hmm. she never even argued that. She never said it was awesome. You know, she just, yeah, she just... It was an experiment apparently, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I liked <clears throat> starting from the beginning. I liked when uh, Farkle, you, I didn't even notice he was on stage during the little opening act. The opening scene, the, the, and, uh, he just, as soon as dude starts talking about smooching, <laughs> he just does that little step forward. And I laughed out loud. <laughs> the rest of it, I expected, you know, I knew he was going to yeah. come. I knew he was going to threaten with the fake spear, you know, and all that. But, uh, that was a good one for me. <laughs> um, I also loved it when everybody was walking out and getting clapped for. Yeah. And when Farkle stepped out, what happened? No one clapped. <laughs> and Riley started clapping and everyone yes, else clapped. Because she felt sorry for him. <laughs> she wanted to tell him a lie to make him feel better, which is not a good idea. What other what other parts were great? Uh, I liked it when Augie was like, do people realize I'm only this many? It's just <laughs> Augie, do you? Uh, do you mean Augie? Do you yes, mean, yes. Everybody, it was in that scene right there that mm-hmm. all three stories converged and all three people got the answers they needed. Mm-hmm. Um, and we'll talk about that in a bit. Yeah, that was a good one. Um, how about uh, dad trying to talk about uh, what the truth is while his daughters are, I mean, his daughter and his uh, you know, daughter's friend are talking at full blast in the classroom. I, I've noticed this is yeah. in their classroom. He talks, he only says three sentences and uh, and they're allowed to talk as loud as they want. I know they just talk. that's what I know. And laugh too. out it's loud, just, you know, because yeah. Maya does that thing where she's like, <laughs> or shh, I'm trying to learn here, <laughs> yeah. and goes crazy, and and yeah, nothing happens, no timeouts, no mm-hmm. referendums to the office or anything like that. So yeah. I, I guess it serves a purpose. And, and and is it like that in Boy Meets World? Do they do they just talk? Because it seemed like to me it was more him talking to Feeney and asking questions to Feeney more than it, and and their talking back and forth seemed to be before class. You know what I'm saying? They did do that, but um, they would usually stay after class, and um, he, they would get in trouble with Mister Feeney every time they talked. Is it? See, is yeah. my teaching? Getting in the way of your talking? conversation. Yes, <laughs> I remember that. That's good. That's good. Um, <laughs> so, so yeah, Dad's trying to talk about what truth is, and he, and he says some you know, some poignant stuff. Um, but the, the the whole point being that the truth um, always has a way of coming out. Yeah. So, um, any other moments? Um, I like it when Riley at the beginning. She's like, what? Um. I don't understand why we always end up in situations like this. And then at the end, she says, I love it when we end up in situations like this. Yeah, right there on the same slab. Yep. Uh, it was a little weird to to me that they were doing a play. I thought it was to like a lot of people. There was like, thir- you know, 25 kids in there yeah. uh, for this school play. So, uh, <laughs> But it was a new it was a new set. You know, yeah. um, this I, I'm assuming I've never seen it. Maybe it was a rehash of the uh, the, the uh, lunchroom. I don't know. 
but it looked like a new set. And it was a yeah. small little theater, if it was anything. So, mm-hmm. Interesting. That, that kind of stuff matters to me because every every set takes up space, takes up money, and it's uh, pretty much something that they'll they'll use over and over and over. You know, like yeah. the subway set. that yeah. We saw that again. Um, I looked for the drummer dude, but I no, guess he was the one time. Yeah, yeah, he was the one shot guy. Um, so uh, let's see. Um, one of the things he said that was good for me, like I said, is he suffered. He says they suffered dearly for telling the truth, and no matter what you do, the truth always has a way of finding out. Um, I liked it when um, she said, "You didn't go to France because if you did, you would have a croissant for me." Yeah, she whoops that thing out. Oh, still warm. <laughs> Why was it still warm, Jenna? Because it was in the sun on the road. <laughs> on the hot street. <laughs> yes. Uh, so, um, it, oh, when when she says, is it okay to tell a white lie to spare feelings? And he says, uh, <laughs> my feelings? And she says, no. He goes, oh, well, then no. no. <laughs> So, a little <laughs> relativism there, you know. Yeah. But uh, it's okay. You can lie to make my feelings feel better, but... <laughs> yeah, but not anybody else's. No, not anybody Otherwise, else's. it's wrong. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Topanga, cracking her knuckles. It's a good... Oh, yeah. She... Yeah, I don't Cracks like the sound. always just give me the creeps. Ugh. I hate it when people do it. I, my friend would do it all the time. Yeah, it's not good Just for you. Blah. <laughs> but uh it is it is typically saved in the in the movies for when somebody's about to do something um either very technical or very dangerous like beating mm-hmm. up their skinny <laughs> husband. So, um mm-hmm. I love the moment where he was trying to postpone his his chicken and he just busts out and all of a sudden he's Christian and he's yeah. like, have we prayed? Yeah. <laughs> and then we haven't and then, prayed in a while. Says, oh, I can pray. Yeah. I'll pray. I'll pray. And he starts this long thing and says, and then he ends it look with, what uh, she did to your chicken. Yeah, look what you did to your chicken. <laughs> and then I'll see you soon. <laughs> yeah. I'll see She's going to kill him. Yeah. <laughs> mm. uh, you know, I can tell you how this chicken died. <laughs> It this, ate this chicken, chicken. ate yeah. this chicken. <laughs> <laughs> mm. So that's some good, some good jokes in there. Any others for you? Um, so I got a list. I got a long list. Yeah, uh, I like it when they're on the couch reading a book and stuff. They're all reading different books, and uh, uh, Augie's listening to them talking. And uh, Pink is like, um, "You've been listening, right?" Any thoughts on this? He stands up, walks over to his dad, pats his shoulder, and then is like, good luck. Good and luck. he just goes away. <laughs> yeah. He seems a little smarter than five. Oh, yeah. Especially since uh, he was reading a book just prior to that. Yeah. And then later on, uh, he was writing. It's writing with his pencil or whatever. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> so he's he's a genius five-year-old, apparently. <laughs> so, uh, so have we prayed? Let's see. Um I, uh, dad at the window. Oh yeah. I, I love this dad at the window thing. Yeah. yeah. Um, he, <clears throat> he got kicked out of the front of the house. He goes around to the window, goes back to the front of the house, comes back to the window. And, um, She's at the front door there, too. yeah, there's a <laughs> lot of people coming and going from this window and yeah. that's got me thinking in New York city. Is that really something that you want going down is obviously anybody 
can get to this window, this little girl's window. Yeah. Would you want that? Would you want to be laying in bed at night thinking, hmm, <laughs> anybody can get up to my window? Oh, man. That would be Bad guys. Crazy. Drug dealers, yeah, you know, gangsters, yeah, um, bad people. No, I would not want that. I would not Same want my window that easily accessible. But maybe there's some secret New York thing that I don't know about. Maybe there's a key that you know you can't get up into the fire escape until mm-hmm. you know. Or maybe he's just freaking crawling across some precipice. From a window? No, it can't be from a window because he wasn't in the house, and neither is mm-hmm. Maya. So it has to be something from the ground level. Mm-hmm. It's a little weird. I don't know. Come on, <laughs> Disney. What are you doing? <laughs> uh, and then that's mm-hmm. when he says, don't tell anyone this is how I live. <laughs> love that one. Love uh, you got any more? Um, no, I don't. All right. Um, can't remember any. Let's see. Mm-hmm. What's inside? Oh yeah, yeah. She when she um when she cracks open the you know he says it's it's usually not what's on the outside with the lock. It's what's inside. They open yeah. it up. It's a, there's a family, and it's not even the family. What she says is they're all together. Mm-hmm. I'm I love keeping this it. Row all together. You know uh, they're all together. Yeah. It doesn't even matter. It could have been three uh, people. Uh, you know uh, any any three people, any race, any age. As long as it was that that. Dad, mom, daughter combination. That's what she was holding on to. And uh, I, I, I liked it when he was talking about the universe. Now, um, they said the universe in the show because people get offended when you talk about God anymore. Yeah. Um, but for our purposes and just because of the way we believe, I'm going to use the word God. He says, God... Uh, the universe is the most confusing place, but if you listen, you'll find that God is concerned about you. And um, and she says, is that the truth? You know, Maya says that. Because yeah. she doesn't believe that the universe, uh, or like we say, God, um, would be concerned about her. And he says, it's the only truth that I'm still sure of. Yeah. And I thought that was pretty strong. Um, Augie at the end. Um, bringing the sketty. Oh, yeah. Cool sketty. Cool sketty. Uh, and, and he's nice about it. And she, he says, oh, you said that nice. Why, why not to mom? You know, and that's when they start confusing him mm-hmm. <laughs> with someone who's really, really smart. But he can't yeah. read and write and dress himself in, in cool clothes. <laughs> yeah. But, um, but, he can't, uh, but he can't answer all the problems of the universe. Uh, I liked it when um, Farkle... Um, was was asked, are you going to be in the next play? Because he says he tried out for it. Remember at the very mm-hmm. end, yeah. he says, I'm not even allowed to watch the next play. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, um, oh, and we have a sound clip to this effect later on, but the, when, he, when he randomly just kissed <laughs> uh, Riley on the chin, and yes. thank God it was on the chin. She yes. obviously jerked back a little bit and got him on the chin. He didn't know, though, and, mm-hmm. and he, he pulls off, and he does the a silent I am Farkle. Yes. I am Farkle. <laughs> and just walks away. He doesn't say anything, but he does the motion. I was like, good for you, man. Good for you. <laughs> and, of course, uh, Riley was, I mean, Maya was very happy to tease her that your first kiss was always going to be <laughs> with Farkle. Yep. <laughs> and uh, When anybody asks you where, when your first kiss was, you're going to have to say Farkle. <laughs> I liked in this episode that there wasn't a whole bunch of Lucas 
Um, we talked off yeah. can, off mic yesterday about how I don't I like the character. I like what they're trying to do. I just don't think the actor Lucas is very good. I think he yeah. was chosen because he was you know attractive. Um, good looking. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he just doesn't really seem to. He everything he says, every act he does, every talking is always that. <laughs> He's just that southern sounding Texas kind of sometimes guy, and but you know he doesn't sound very Texas. Yeah, he doesn't. <laughs> but I liked I liked what he said. I liked yeah. the moment concept. This Definitely. you know there will be my moment and all this kind of stuff. But he he just doesn't give me any goosebumps when he says it. He, I want to feel it. I want to think he believes it. Um, but. I, I did like I do like the aspect of the show that it's making things like kissing or having a boyfriend or any of that kind of stuff. I like that it's making it a big deal because sometimes in grown up movies, especially, um, they make things like that not a big deal, and it seems like everybody's just you know kissing whoever and going out with whoever and and people just don't care anymore. Um, it matters, and it's always going to matter to me. And yep. and because of that, it's always going to matter to you because I said so. <laughs> it's always going to be a big deal. Um. Uh. Oh, I loved when uh, Maya was absolutely sure the universe was probably too busy. God was probably too busy, and then the actual family from the locket shows up right there. Yeah. Uh, it was a little hokey that they were standing facing them, still in the middle of a busy subway. <laughs> For no reason whatsoever. Their hair was exactly the same yeah. as the picture. They're basically everything. wearing the same clothes. Yeah. 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 It was it was almost, uh, you know, uh, uh, it was too much, <laughs> in my opinion. Yeah. I think it would have been even better if, if I were shooting it. I would have said, hey, look, you know, that would have been Riley. And then you're, the camera mm-hmm. would have panned over and you would see these three people getting off the subway and then yeah. kind of stopping in a similar way to fix her hair or because he dropped his keys or something like that. Make it, make, you know, help us believe it a little bit, yeah. you know. Uh, but they were they were just standing there. It was magic, you know, whatever. Um, <laughs> the magic of movie making. <laughs> yeah. And, and when uh, Maya goes over and uh, puts it over the little girl's neck and she says, never lose this. She's not talking about the locket, is she? No. She's talking about her family. That connection, yeah. Yeah. Because that's what it was all about in the first place. Because she doesn't have her dad. She obviously lives with her mom. Um, and it's not a great relationship, apparently. Uh Farkle time. Um instead Yay. of listing all of the all of the Farkle moments, I just decided that we're gonna sh- we're gonna change this. Well, I gotta play this. Farkle time, sir? Oh, I love Farkle Time. Farkle time is just gonna be our favorite Farkle moment, and for me. Like I said earlier, it was that first step forward yes. toward Lucas at the beginning, that first threatening <laughs> look. Uh, it was great. Uh, he Lucas did have a good response line, though, when he was talking about, oh, you who has to know lines or something yeah. like that. I thought that was pretty funny. What about you? What was your favorite Fargo? Kiss. The kiss oh, on the yes. chin. <laughs> and the silent Fargo. I'm Farkle. Uh, <laughs> yes, that triumphant walk away scene straight yes. out of an 80s movie. <laughs> All right, so let's get into our theme aspects. We had three um, three stories, yep. still one theme. The theme um, being that the truth uh, is always best. The truth always comes out, and that the universe gets turned upside down when you when you lie. 
And uh, it's it's an interesting aspect, a theme in a in a movie is yeah. it's not always true. It's just a proposition that is put out that is either proved right or wrong by the rest of the show. Um, obviously, we don't get our morals out of shows, but when a show has a moral, there's usually something we can learn from it. Uh, the first story, as we said, Maya um, is telling the truth about the locket. You would think that the A story was more about her, uh, uh, about Riley maybe ta- telling the truth too strongly, and that yeah. was part of it. Um, but it was mostly about Maya um, telling the truth about that locket. See, Riley can't tell the truth because she's afraid, and they point out that Maya can't tell the truth because she's not nice. And that was kind of like, wow, that's hardcore. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we heard from from the dad that lockets. It's not about the locket. She didn't. She didn't steal it because of the locket. She took it because um, she wanted that she liked the connection that was in yeah. there. So the truth came out about why she took it. She, she wasn't, she was a thief. I mean, she did steal it, Yeah. but it wasn't, she wasn't stealing the gold. No, she wasn't stealing she the was gold. Stealing she was stealing the, the, the feeling. You know, she was trying to connect with yeah. that. Yeah. She had an honorable purpose, even though it was still wrong. Um, they, they pointed out that when you lie, the universe turns upside down. Um, I don't know if it turns upside down, but I know that your world will when you lie. Mm-hmm. And um, I, but but the point with Maya wasn't any of that. I mean, it was a lot of stuff, but the biggest thing was Maya learned because you always go with what they learned. And what did Maya learn? She learned that the universe cares about her. Yeah. And and what we would say, I would say to you, is God cares about you. God cares about me, and cares about Jay. And just like earlier, he's he is the hand that guides you and has your best interest at heart. Um, but he's also the one that makes sure that your lies get found out. He's the one that set up all the rules. <laughs> and he always makes sure the truth comes out too. And why is that? Because lies mess up your world. When you tell one lie, you have to tell another lie. You have to tell a bigger lie. And you pretty soon can't even keep track. And mm-hmm. lies rot your soul. They make you... Um, less than what you're supposed to be and they complicate your life. Um, but the truth always, even if it's the hard truth, even if it's a truth that maybe hurts your feelings or hurts something, it ultimately always sets you free. And we're going to see that later with Farkle. Uh, speaking of Farkle, B story, that's uh, Riley lying to Farkle. Um, uh, what she learns, obviously lesson, lesson one um, to back up a little bit, is um, that the the universe or God pays attention to Maya? You know, mm-hmm. uh, lesson two was that um, the truth doesn't matter as much as um, I'm sorry. No, the truth does matter, but you should tell it to people warmly, and that is what Riley didn't do um, to to Maya. And she didn't tell the truth at all to Farkle because she was afraid she couldn't do it without hurting his feelings. Obviously, she kind of messed up his world. His world got <laughs> turned upside down. And uh, when you lie, you know, you're not just hurting yourself. You're hurting other people, too. You can, mis- you can misguide them. So what do you do? What do we do in a situation where, say, we're in a pl- you're watching a play and, and it's horrible? I mean, they just did a terrible job. 
Yeah. And they come up and ask you, what'd you think? How do you tell the truth and keep it warm? What do you think? That's a good start. I like that. It's kind of hard. I like that. I like that. Um, Well, I'll tell you in your situations, I'll tell you and Jay, when you do do swimming class and you did swim team, and um, I focused all year not on how fast you were, not on what place you were, because you didn't get first, second, or third place, you know, except for relays. But I focused on when with my praise, with how much you improved every single time. Are you the world's best swimmers? No, no, definitely not. <laughs> would it be a lie for me to tell you you were? Yes, yes, it would. Would it really make you a better swimmer to tell you the best swimmer in the world? No, no. But a lot of folks will. A lot of parents will do that to their kids. And their kids are like, oh, I'm the best in the world? That's awesome. I don't have to do anything. I'm already the best. So no. But if you, in my case, like I said, I didn't sit around and tell you you were the best in the world. I said you did awesome because you did. You did the best you've ever done, and you're going to do even better next time. And then I would brag on how much uh, the time was because they keep time on every yeah. lap and stuff. And that was awesome. And and so you you grew and you you got better and better and better. Are either of you ever going to be Olympic swimmers professionally? Probably not. Mm-mm. Jay doesn't want to take showers after <laughs> swim team, so he's out. He hates the he hates having to do that. And um and and you I know, like it, but I want to do softball. Yeah, and you have other things you want to try out. It's not your passion, and that's fine. That is absolutely fine. But yeah, what what do you think she should have done? In Farkle's situation, I love Maya. Maya just flat out said, you stink. You stink. <laughs> I heard you. It's important for you to know how much you stink. Yeah. But what do you think Riley could have done? Um, She could have said that. Uh, you wrecked the play. You wrecked the play. Remember, he even said yeah. it. He said, yeah. if you told me I wrecked the play, I would believe you because I did. But it's awesome that you said this because now maybe I'm the best thing in the world. And maybe, yeah. the, oh, that, how sad would that be that if I was the best and I didn't know it all this time? Oh, my goodness. So yeah. then he goes off and starts tap dancing for people. So, yeah, I think he should, she should have just told him the truth, especially in that situation. That was easy. He had a part to play. He stepped out of his bounds. He needed to be told. You know what? You kind of wrecked the play, dude. Oh, I know. But <laughs> he didn't kiss you, so I win. <laughs> you know, yeah. that's kind of how that would have gone. Of course, we wouldn't have had much of a story. But I think what we take away from here is you can tell people the hard truth. A lot of people try to avoid the hard truth because they're afraid it's going to hurt people's feelings. But you can tell the truth even when it's not nice when you do it because you care about the person. Some people, um, what, what I mean is I, if I had to tell you something, like say you were horrible at swimming and we're like, okay, we're not paying anymore for this. The girl's drowning. She's, she's ridiculous. I would sit you down and I would tell you, baby girl, we're, we're going to have to stop swim practice. Why, daddy? Why? <laughs> because you're absolutely horrible at it. No. <laughs> I'd say but never. you're struggling and you're, you're drowning and, and the other kids are making fun of you and stuff. And we want to put you in something that makes you know sense for you and, and, and that can show how strong you are and how uh, talented you are and not in something that glorifies what you can't do. And it might hurt your feelings a little bit. Oh, I wanted to do this. I really wanted to work out. But it, ultimately, it would be best. I'll tell you another real-life example is when we had that giant uh, greyhound and we tried to have the greyhound come and live with us 
um, and rescue a greyhound, and the greyhound just didn't fit with our family. Kept on running away. Yeah. And And I could have told you guys a lot of things, but I decided to tell you the truth. And I'm like, the dog is nipping at us. The dog is scared of our family. Doesn't like me and Jay, the boys of the family. He's sitting over in his pen all by himself. And and part of it is I want you guys to have a dog that, you know, you can connect with. And the other half is I want the dog to have a family that he can feel comfortable with. I think we're driving him crazy. Like Muffet. And and so we did. We we told the truth. We took the dog back and he's got a great home. And now we have a dog that fits our family a lot better. He's so tiny and awesome. He's and tiny, cute. awesome, and stupid. And we, <laughs> we like our dog stupid. The most idiot dog ever. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, like I said, you can tell people the, uh, the hard truth. There are some people out there that love to tell the hard truth. And they love to just spit it out. And they think they're awesome. But that's called not having tact. You only get to tell people the hard truth when you actually care about them and when your purpose is to make them better than they are. And in Farkle's case, that's exactly what he needed. He needed to be told he wasn't good so he wouldn't chase this false dream because obviously Riley meant a lot to him and what she said mattered. And when you have somebody that matters in your life, Jenna, um, don't lie to them. Tell them the truth, but make sure you do it with a lot of love and because you're not trying to hurt them, you're not trying to be some kind of bossy boss, you're really just trying to help them realize uh, that they need, you know, something different. Yeah. So that was B story. C story was chicken. <laughs> chicken, best best one, in my opinion. My favorite. <laughs> it's the best ever. Right here uh, on page nine. <laughs> it's, uh, it's your chicken, which explains why it might be a little dry. Uh, he was yeah. promptly locked out, locked outside of, of the apartment. I love what she said. She said, uh, when I first met you. Uh, you know, I, I was crazy for you or something like that. And, and she says, I, I decided right then that there would be nothing you could ever do that would ever make me stop loving you. I'm getting locked outside. Yes, you are. You know? <laughs> and uh, so she loves him. She's mad at him. She's angry at him. But but she's still smiling. She, she's still smiling. <laughs> and, she's got that evil smile. <laughs> yeah. Because, he, you know, he was he was he had he had offended her. And, mm-hmm. and, and you know, in a in a show, they're not going to. They're not going to show a, a husband and a wife uh, having it out, you know, hollering at each other, or getting getting upset, or the wife running into a room and closing the door. You know, not in a Disney mm-hmm. movie anyway. So they handled it the way they handled it. But uh, he had hurt her feelings, and she was saying, "I still love you, still love you," and that's important for you to know about me and your mom. You know, we uh, get along ninety nine percent of the time, but sometimes we don't. We had a bad day. Somebody says something stupid. It's usually me. Um, or or we're stressed out and we're trying to get out the door and we can't find something. So we're, we're um, sh- shouting back and forth. Ah, yeah, yeah. Well, I told you to get there. You know, that kind of yeah. stuff happens. But you never, ever, 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 ever have to doubt that me and your mom love each other. Um, it's like you and Jay. So you don't always get along. People mm-hmm. just don't. They don't always get along. But in the big picture... Um, we're, we're crazy about each other and it always works out. It's always good. And we, and we, we're, we're of the mind that we don't let, um, our feelings stay hurt for very long. We've been together for 18 years. Uh, we know the way arguments go and pretty much most of the time these days we can get to where we need to go without even having to argue, but you know, every now and then, but uh, I love the, you said it very nice. Why didn't you say that way to mom? And um, and then when he goes back, he's finally learned his lesson because his lesson 
was um, was what because each one of them said their own lesson after he said that. Yeah. You know, he the lesson one was um, he goes, "Do you you think the truth doesn't matter?" As much as how you treat people, then the next one was, are you saying the truth does matter, but you should tell people warmly? Or three, are you saying that the universe pays attention to me? And she was just pulling that out of the air because Augie didn't say nothing about the universe. Yeah. <laughs> but mm-hmm. um, but those were the three lessons. And his was the truth doesn't matter as much as how you treat people. And at first I, I thought about it. No, the truth is the most important. No, 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 no. Um, no, but but – um, there's a proverb that says that there, there are three important things, faith, hope, and love. And the greatest of these is love. Um, love is the most important thing, even more important than truth. Because if you have truth and you don't have love, then all you have is a stone, some sort of unmovable idea that means nothing. There's a lot of truths out there. Uh, you know, it is true that if I crash my car into a wall, it's going to hurt me very much. But there's no love in that truth. You know, that's just the Mm -hmm. truth. But when it comes to relationships and things like that, um, we have to tell the truth uh, with love. And and if we can't do it, we need to we need to kind of shut up. You don't always you don't always have to tell the truth. I'm going to tell you this right now. Sometimes you don't tell the truth. You keep the truth in your brain. Yeah. You can say the nice truth or you can say no truth. Yeah. If you can't say something nice in love then you need to either shut up or you need to wait till you can. Um, because he, he said to Augie basically what he could have said to his wife is I, this is, this is gross, <laughs> but I am very thankful that you made it. And you've heard me say that to your mom. Oh, I'm yeah. always very thankful that she cooks because like with broccoli and stuff. Yeah. I'm like, no, I hate this. It's gross, but I am so <laughs> glad that you made it and I appreciate it. Mm. And, uh, cause I do, I, I used to be a single guy. And I didn't eat very well. <laughs> and so I appreciate it so much. But I love that when he sat down with her and he, he's talking to her for serious and he said, thank you that you are in a house with me. That's where he went with it. He didn't say thank you for dinners or anything. He went with that. And to me, that was the biggest thing he could have said is that I am so lucky, so blessed that you live and share your life and with, with me. And um, I, I told you beginning uh, in this series of podcasts that uh, that those two reminded me of me and your mom. And when he said, thank you that you are in a house with me, it reminded me of the podcast theme that I wrote and performed for your for, you know, with your mom called Geek Loves Nerd. It was a show we used to do. And um, there's a there's a line in there. That says, um, geek, uh, let's see, she's still living here, and that's more than I deserve. So I'm going to play it. I'm going to see if you can hear the reason why I thought of it. So here it goes. Oops, sorry. It's got a little intro because we would say, Geek Loves Nerd, episode 77. Yay! Geek Loves Nerd. Nerd Loves Geek. At least she did. Asked. Lately because Lately because She's still living here And that's more than I deserve She has a dog and a neighbor On her left wing finger And some fire that's enough But bigger And if she hasn't figured out I stay <laughs> We don't have much in common Just our kids and our age I hope we get along fine And that's what I'm impressed with So join us for our podcast 
see? So uh, we don't have much in common, just our kids and our address, but we get along fine, and that's what I'm impressed with. So a whole song that basically says, um, I'm glad you live here and share a house with me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> She's still living here, and that's more than I deserve. And I actually stole that from Mr. Rogers, a line that Mr. Rogers said. You, I don't know if you know who Mr. Rogers is, but when I was a kid, he was this awesome guy. I had a cool show that kids would watch in Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood, and he would always say awesome things and talk about stuff that was important to kids. And um, I was reading about him, and one thing he said to his wife one time is he says, every time I want to get angry with you, I have to stop because I realize how lucky I am to even be with you. And then I can't be mad anymore. And uh, he he was like for real, like one of the nicest guys in the planet ever. Yeah. <laughs> so it reminds me of uh, like uh, in one episode of um, Boy Meets World, he was on a date with with Topanga. It was like their anniversary. They were at this super fancy restaurant and stuff, and they just start yelling at each other, oh. just straight up yelling at each other. And uh, and then she's like, I'm yelling at you. Why aren't you getting angry with me? And he's just like, because I can't get angry with you. You're, you're my girlfriend. I love you. It's just, uh. <laughs> and yeah. then they just, yeah, they just, yeah, they, they both stop yelling and just start loving each other again. It is good. <laughs> Your mom and I have been there before. You know, I'm like, why, why are you yelling at me? You're not even mad at me. Oh, oh, sorry. Did you get... <laughs> Your heart starts racing, and 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 that that is the biggest thing about having a marriage or a relationship is communication and how you talk to each other, and so truth becomes very 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 important, and so this whole idea of of love, people might argue which is more important, truth or love, um, but I would say that tr- truth comes out of true love. You know, I I the way we believe, we believe that God showed his his love for us. Uh, by sending his son Jesus Christ to die on a cross to to take our sins away, to to make a way for us to connect with God. And that truth, Jesus was the truth, the word, and he came out of God's love. And um, in a practical way down here on earth, I would say that people will never care how much you know. They don't care about the truth that is in your head until they know how much you care. And uh, you you can go around spouting the truth. You can go around telling people what they ought to be doing, but they're not going to care about what you say until they know that you care about them. And so love definitely uh, outweighs truth in that situation too. But they're both important. Uh, gadgets and tech, including any new New York culture stuff. Um, mm-hmm. I, I talked about getting from the front door to the window oh, yeah. and how easy that is and how do you keep the bad guys out? I don't know. It's a little scary. I also enjoyed the well-trained pigeon. Yes. He he came, uh, he made two appearances. One was uh, right after Miley, Miley, <laughs> Maya came into the window and he comes down, quit judging me. And he flies yeah. away. So you can train pigeons. Who knew? And That's then, crazy. and then in the, uh, at the very end in the subway, the pigeon was walking right beside her. And I don't even know how you would get a bird to do that. I know. I mean, obviously it's based on food and stuff like that, yeah. but. I don't think we. I don't even think we could train our dog to do that. No, he's dumber than a pigeon. (laughs) It's pretty sad. Um, (laughs) No boy meets world references that we could find in this week, but Jenna was able to find one uh, from last week's episode. You remember when Farkle Mm -hmm. did his celebration of seven hundred days and beep? 
Tell them about that. In um, in one of the episodes of Boy Meets World, uh, Topanga and Minkus, which he will show up later in Girl Meets World, um, they both have, by the end of high school, they both have um, 999 A's. 900? I, I mean, uh, Six, 699 A's. And um, on the very last day, Topanga does an, an assignment that they didn't have to do. The class didn't have to do. and um, But she they got, were in a competition, yeah. right? Okay. Yeah. And um, she got 700 A's by the time um, they were finished. And she's like, yes. So uh, Farkle getting 700 A's in seventh mm-hmm. grade. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty crazy. Yeah. It's pretty awesome. So that was a little, a little throwback to the original series that I didn't catch. And Jenna didn't catch until she saw it. So mm-hmm. pretty cool. Um, guests and cameos. At first, I didn't think there were any uh, other than the pigeon, but then I remembered the family. Duh. Yes. Oh so my gosh. The mom. Her name was Whitney Avalon, and the only thing that I've seen that she's been in that we would know is Dave's Days of Our Lives, which is a daytime soap opera, and a show called. She's in one episode of Big Bang Theory. The little girl was named Ashlyn Faith Williams, and this is the only thing she's ever done. Uh, was that episode of Girl Meets World. And no uh, no record of who the dad is or what he was or where he's gone. So he mm-hmm. was he was a ghost man. <laughs> he just he was probably emptying the garbage and they're like, hey, we need a dad. Come on over. <laughs> and so he did that. So there's some trivia for this episode. Um Ben Savage, uh the you know, Corey Matthews, he appears in season two, episode four of Chuck. Mm-hmm. I was watching that series and I couldn't believe that I saw him. He played a part of Mark Ratner and he played pretty much the same character he does in uh, Girl Meets World. He's real yeah. nervous and scared and, you know, not a. F- you, you just did that. Yeah, yeah. He hides, he hides in, a, in a closet when everybody else is fighting, that kind of thing. Um, so that was good. So if you're grown up, you know, season two, episode four of Chuck, you see him right there. He looks a little different. He looks like he's a little thicker, you know, like yeah. he's not as skinny. Um, this episode, by the way, uh, episode five of Girl Meets World aired right before the season premiere of Gravity Falls. So Gravity Falls is obviously uh, on pretty season late. Season two. In, uh, in this episode, Lucas, Riley, and Farkle performed in the classic Shakespearean play, Romeo and Juliet. Mr. Feeney previously had Corey and his classmates read the play in Boy Meets World in the pilot. Mm-hmm. However, Corey would apparently forget um, the plot details uh, by the ending of the events of a long walk to Pittsburgh part two later on in, uh, in season five episode of boy meets world, Eric Hollywood, Eric starred in the play Romeo and yes. Juliet. So that's a repeating theme apparently. Yeah, it is. Uh, this episode features the first kiss of both Farkle <laughs> and Riley. <laughs> I'm so, surprised it's Fergal's first kiss. Yeah, I, I am too. I am too. But he went for it, and he mm-hmm. got that chin. He got that chin. Uh, Lucas says Farkle stole his chance of kissing Riley, but he says he will get his chance, meaning that the two will probably eventually kiss on a future episode. So, yeah, mm-hmm. I could take or leave that personally, but I'm glad that they're making a big deal of it, like it's this big thing and not something that you, you just do. Uh, casually. So that's a good thing. 
Uh, let's do some sound clips. Now, Jenna, you told me this time you've got a few. Yep. So um, I'll tell you what. We'll just take turns, all right? All right. So pull yours up. Jenna's going to play hers. She she captured them uh, on her iPad, and uh, she's going to play hers right into the microphone. I'm going to play mine professionally through the awesomeness of <laughs> my system. So uh, here is uh, one called Kiss That Girl. You kiss that girl, you crazy spear carrier. I'm going to play it again. <laughs> Oh, no, no. You kiss that girl, you crazy spear carrier. I love that because Maya was all about making sure that her friend gets kissed by the, the gross kid. So, uh, you got one? Uh-huh. Hold it up to the mic and let her rip. understand how we end up in situations like this. Oh. I don't Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, situations like this. Uh, they were laying there on the yep. slab. So here is uh, here's one I called Riley Puke. <laughs> kind of hard to hear, but it's there. So Riley throwing up. Was that? Oh, that was because of the croissant. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. What do you got? Probably didn't hear that, but it was the cracking one. Oh, do it again. Okay. Oh, I heard it that time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, cracking our knuckles. This yeah. is called Never a Chicken. Wow. What do we have here? Chicken. I'll tell you right now, Topanga, this was never a chicken. <laughs> <laughs> it's the first thing he ever said. It was so mean and funny. So, What about you? Go. Full of many beautiful things. The prayer. Look what she did to your chicken. <laughs> <laughs> that was mine. You're not supposed to play mine. Whoops. Uh, why this me? Why yum him? <laughs> why this me? Why yum him? Yeah, that one took me a while because it was funny, but I was like, what is he actually saying? Why this me? Mm-hmm. You yum him. Uh, the prayer. Fine, I'll eat it. Here we go. Have we prayed? <laughs> Have we prayed? We haven't done that in Wilds and Family, have we? Mm-hmm. So... Look what she did to your chicken. <laughs> uh, let me do one more and then you can go. Let's see. I can't hear you. Yes. Uh, she, that was a long one. She, I mean, she yeah. she went on and on and on. The, do you have the one of her going up the steps? Um, I think so. Let me check. What could possibly go wrong? <laughs> And she starts walking up the steps backwards. Yes, and, so and Riley scared. tries to, mm-hmm. and she's not very good at it. This one I just said, losers. Hey, chemistry club, you know when you get when you put sodium and chlorine together? You're a bunch of losers. <laughs> <laughs> You're a bunch of losers. Yeah, burning bridges. All right, go. Good luck. Oh, there he is. That was one of my favorites. This is good luck. Here we mm-hmm. go. This is called Stop Right Now. If you stop right now, nothing bad will happen to you. <laughs> oh man um, that reminds me of of an episode back in the old boy meets world where they were supposed to wrestle with the girls yeah and they got beat up by the girls yes yeah i saw that one so he probably knows <laughs> she could beat him up if oh, she yeah. wanted to so he's like scared of her um go ahead what you got Over 65 million years ago. That might explain why your chicken was a little dry. Yeah, I should have played this first. It's Augie's big book of dinosaurs. Look at that. Wow. 
Look, and right here on page nine is your chicken. <laughs> here, let me do this one. Uh, please don't tell. Please don't tell anyone this is how I live in my own house. <laughs> <laughs> your turn. Eat it upside down. Do you you know what, girls? Oh. The universe is the most confusing place you'll ever live. But if you listen carefully, you'll find out that it's paying attention and that it cares about you. Is that the truth? It's the only one I'm still sure of. There you go. That was the theme. Yeah, that was my theme. That was your theme. Uh, This (laughs) one is Er Ah. <laughs> I don't even remember where that was from, but he was in uh, the room, Riley's room, and he went up up to there, and uh, yeah, he went up to the door, and she, oh, that's she right, she the, was right there yeah. with the airplane with yes. the chicken, yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, not allowed to watch. Well, I just auditioned for the next play. Are you going to be in the next play? I'm not even allowed to watch the next play. <laughs> uh, Farkle kiss. <laughs> That's the sound of when Farkle kisses you right there. So, uh, you got one? Uh-huh. Cold study. I know it's been warmer, but I don't know how to do that. Aw. That was a cute one right yeah. there. That was, like, legitimate. Sometimes I, I hear him repeating other people's talking to him, but mm-hmm. that one was like, I don't know how to do it. That's something a real five-year-old would say. So, yeah. This is uh, my moment. My moment will be my moment. My moment will be my moment, sugar mama. I don't know. You sound like Elvis sometimes. Uh, never lose this. Thank you. Never lose this. It's a good moment. Good yeah. moment. You got another one? Uh-huh. Who realized that I'm only this many? <laughs> <laughs> yes, the sage of wisdom is only this many. He can't help you too much, except on accident. Yeah. Uh, this was my favorite, being in a house with me. It doesn't really matter what you make for dinner. It's that you are in our house with me. Mm. Thank you for being in our house with me. It's huge. Huge thing. So that's all I got. Is that all you got? I've got one more. Oh, good. Go for it. I like that we end up in situations like this. <laughs> Just that a callback yeah, yep. from that earlier, that earlier moment. Hey, we got some uh, listener feedback. This is from Rachel L., she says, I really love Girl Meets World, and I love how you just dropped your iPad on the floor. <laughs> she didn't say that. I did. I really love Girl Meets World, and I'm a huge fan. I really love Farkle and Riley. And that's from Rachel. So thank you so much. You can uh, send in your comments, feedback. You know, if you th- if you think you know what the theme is, do you have a better title? You know, what were some of your favorite moments? Uh, you know, if you have links to content or anything like that, email such things to gmwcast at gmail.com or call them in 2095 NLCast, 2095 NLCast on your iPhone or uh, send us a email right there on gmwcast.com. Next episode, we'll be covering Girl Meets Popular. Riley becomes the queen of the nerdy group and enjoys it until she learns to be herself. Meanwhile, Topanga is conflicted about her law firm working to shut down a local mom and pop bakery. And I'm excited about that because we haven't had a show revolved around Topanga yet. And that's Mm going to be good stuff. So girl meets 
popular. Closing stuff. Let's do this. Guys, uh, do me a favor. Visit the website, gmwcast.com. Follow us on Twitter at gmwcast. Uh, like the show on Facebook and check out all the other great NLCast Network shows at NLCast.com. And remember, this week and every day, take, take on, on the, the world. world. We'll see you guys next week. Peace.